In the world of finances, to invest means to allocate money in the expectation of some benefit in the future. The benefit from an investment is called a return, which can consist of a gain or loss. Investors are often advised to diversify their portfolio because it statistically reduces overall risk. As an investor continues to invest, he or she grows a portfolio. A portfolio is a group of financial assets such as stocks, bonds, commodities, currencies, and cash equivalents, as well as their fund counterparts including mutual, exchange-traded, and closed funds. A portfolio can also consist of non-publicly tradable securities like real estate, art, and private investments. So today I'm here to talk about investing in Valley. The sermon title is Investment in Valley. Um, So I just gave that definition so that we could be mindful of what the world says an investment is. So like I I don't do stocks and bonds only through my 401k. So, um, but some of you might, some of you might be very active in trading and you're active in what stocks and bonds you choose. Um, some of you might be active and maybe you are, you, uh, collect art, um, or other things. Now, some of these words, I have no idea what they mean, um, cause I'm not active in stocks and bonds, but investing is something that we have heard of a lot of and, uh, in recent history, uh, most companies have gone from a retirement plan to a 401k or a 503, I think it's called. Um, so employees invest just, and like me, if, if you don't take it out of my paycheck, it's, it's not going to be invested. So we just have it automatically taken out of my paycheck and it goes into the, the fund and some smarter person than me when it comes to stocks and bonds chooses the stocks and bonds. And of course it it is um, diversified because I'm getting older, more mature. And um, so we don't want to take as many risks because we don't want to lose all the money since I'm getting closer and closer to retirement. Um, And in our world today, everybody says invest, invest, and that's good, you know, um, and there are different seasons in our economy where, oh, you should invest in real estate because the market is hot right now. Oh, you should invest in, in gold because gold is really high right now. So that we're going to talk about investing, but not necessarily just about investing money. Don't turn me off because you're in church and the speaker's preaching about money. Um, it's just the fact of life that Valley Baptist needs money. That's, you know, you, you cannot run an organization without proper funding. Um, so should you give to the church financially? Absolutely. Malachi 3.10 says, bring your tithes into the storehouse and see if I will not open the floodgates of heaven, that you cannot handle what I am about to give you. That's, that's not me. That's the word of God. We need money. Um, we need to pay our bills. We need money to make sure the lights are on, make sure that the, the speakers are working. Not this speaker, this speaker. And, um, you know, different things. We need money to fund ministries. Um, 
For instance, we're partners with, we have several mission partners, MCC. Uh, we partner with um, Grace Life, ACTC. All of these, all of these ministries need money. That's because we minister in a world that costs money. So we should invest in Valley with our money. Um, we're not, you know, our pastor is not asking to get rich off of the backs of the congregations. We're not asking because we want to build an elaborate structure. We're asking so that we can keep the structure that we have and so that we can, more than that, we can continue to reach our community. Um, simple as, something simple as coffee. Um, so Cindy and I sometimes make the coffee and then so in between services and small groups, people gather in the heritage room and they get their coffee or they'll get their coffee and they'll go to their small group room. But coffee costs money. But in that, you see the, the, the fellowship that takes place around coffee. It, it seems simple and minute, but it's a huge ministry tool, especially if we have visitors. It, it kind of breaks the ice. It's a non-formal way of just opening the door to talk to people. It's also a non-formal way to, to greet one another and say, hey, how was your week? It, it, it just costs money. So that's one way we can invest in Valley. Um, and then there are other... There are times that biblically the tithe is to be brought into the storehouse. And we have chosen as a congregation, we have chosen to be part of Valley. So this is, this is our storehouse. There are other times when we ask for, to, for you to give above and beyond your tithe. Um, we take at least two uh, missional offerings, Easter and Christmas. Um, traditionally, they have been for uh, Annie Armstrong, which is the um, North American Mission Board offering, and Lottie Moon, which is the um, International Missions offering. Um, we have sometimes specified that it was for a certain mission trip. Um, we have asked uh, above and beyond the tithe for ACTC, for uh, youth camp, uh, for mission trips uh, to Zambia. Uh, these are different things that we can invest in through the giving of our money. Another way that we can invest in Valley is our time. Um, it takes time to get a, a service ready. I'll talk about the pastor since he's not here and he can't defend himself. Um, <laughs> Um, he doesn't just get up here and say, okay, today I'm going to speak on, oh, Isaiah. No, he takes time to prepare, to pray, to uh, work on his sermon so that he's knowledgeable, to allow God to move in his heart and mind, to give him the words, the direction where he wants the sermon to go. It takes time for a Sunday excuse me, a small group teacher to prepare his or her lesson. 
It takes time for someone, say on Tuesday, you know what? I didn't see so and so at church on Sunday, so I'm gonna I'm gonna write them a card. I do old school. I'm gonna write them a card, um, or I'm gonna I'm just gonna send them a message on Facebook or text them. Just hey, didn't see you in church. Hope everything's okay. Missed you. Um, that takes time. Okay, um, time for everything. If there's a if there's a death in our family, it takes time. If we do the meal, um, it takes time. Out of your if you're coming to the funeral, it's a sacrifice sometimes to take that time out of your busy schedule to come and minister to the family during their time of grief. So you can invest in Valley through time. So money and time. The third way is through talents and gifts. Oh, I'm not talented. Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's not what the Word of God says. The Word of God says everyone has given has been given at least one spiritual gift. Everybody is talented in some way or another. It's not always about the singer or the preacher or the Sunday school teacher. There are thousands of people right now and throughout, well, I guess I could say millions, throughout the world who are doing behind-the-scenes stuff so that the church can worship in comfort or the church can just... Somebody can actually come in the church because the building's unlocked. We take that for granted. We take for granted that the building is always unlocked when we get here and that somebody is going to lock it up and secure it when we leave. Now, some people might say, well, that's not a talent. That's not, eh, well, it's a gift. Some people have that mindset of, no, I want to make sure that everything's okay with the church. I want to make sure that the church stays safe and secure. Um, Sunday school teachers, some people are just gifted teachers. They, they are able to just take the material that they're given to them and just explain it and teach it in different ways from little infant babies because babies learn while they're in church. Okay? Babies learn while they're in church. Children, youth, and adults. Um, talents. Some people know how to do like microphone stuff. Thank you, Tom. Um, you know, sound equipment, um, the tech stuff. Thank you, Jackson. Um, side note, congratulations to Jackson and Delaney. They won the county finals, right? Cross country, right? Cross country. Yay! So anybody else? Somebody else was on the team? Anyway, congratulations, Jackson. Um, so talent and even even the gift of running like god only knows how you know god can open up doors of ministry in any area of your life so jackson may be able to speak truth into the lives of his um, fellow students just by encouraging them and saying hey you can do this you know god loves you 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 have the ability god gave you this talent um so talents and gifts um you know, when I was growing up, I liked the cooks in the church because I love to eat. Um, so they used their talents when we had fellowship time. Uh, so money, time, and these are in no specific order. So money isn't the top 
thing. That's not what I'm saying. But, uh, money, time, talents, self. Give of yourself. Um, when we share with people, we share ourselves. So anytime we um, talk to a visitor, anytime we teach, anytime we talk with one another, and anytime we pray with one another, anytime we send a card, any type of communication, we are giving of ourselves to of ourselves, excuse me, to one another. Um, we are investing in Valley. By caring enough to give of ourselves. The last one, well, this, I'm sure there are other things, but this is what I came up with. Love. So this, this is the final one I'm going to talk about. Love. Um, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. John 3.17, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Love is such a huge word. And we think, in, excuse me, I think sometimes in American society, we have um, created this like mindset of what love is. It's Disney-esque and happily ever after and comfort. So when we love one another, when God loves us and he comes into our lives, everything's going to be great. We're going to have a happily ever after, and we're not going to face troubles. Not true. <laughs> just, just not true. But as, as valley people, we invest by loving God. We cannot truly give of ourselves and do what God has called us if we don't love God first. We have to invest. It sounds weird, but we have to invest in God with our love. Um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. These, this was the answer to a question given to Jesus. Somebody said, Master, what is the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is as the first. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love. So we invest in valley by loving God and by loving one another. So those are the, the things that we can invest with, that we have, that we can actually invest into valley as our, our church. Um. So what does an investor look like? So in the stock market, an investor can be an individual who puts money into a certain stock. Or it can be a group of people, like 401k people, who put their money all together and invest in stocks. So what does an investor in Valley look like? So look around you. There's your answer. Um, an investor in Valley, and actually it may be people that can never come to Valley, but they pray for us. Sometimes they financially support us. An investor is anyone who's willing to give into Valley. Rich, poor, 
young, old, young, more mature. Um, you know, uh, we can we can put labels on people. We do it all the time, unfortunately. Um, but a human being is just anybody human can invest in value. Um, I'm going to get super spiritual for a minute because it just came to me. Um, but the biggest investor in Valley is God himself. He invested into the lives of people through Jesus Christ. And a group of people over 60 years ago decided to start a church in this area. And he has invested in Valley Baptist for over 60 years with his love and support. So, of course, we're always, we always have our biggest investor, and that's God. And I, I'm not trying to simplify him or, or uh, bring him down from who he really is. But he always gives into the ministry that he started um, at Valley Baptist. So anybody can be an investor. So what are the investments? What do the investments look like? We've already kind of gone through some of them. But different things that we do for Valley. Let's go over a couple real quick. First, you're here on Sunday morning. You're here investing your time, your energy, and your talents to worship God. It's hard to worship as a congregation when there's only one person. Um, it, it is. Um, there is something about coming together on a Sunday morning and lifting up the name of Jesus. Woo, what a wonderful name. I need Valley. I need to be here on a regular basis. We are created to worship, not just one-on-one -on -one with God, but also as a congregation. We are created to need one another. So when you invest your time, and believe me, I know I'm preaching today. If I were not preaching, I would probably have overslept. <laughs> And gotten here as late as possible without being late. Um, but when I come in and I see familiar faces, people who invest their time to come to Valley to worship, that helps me. It helps each other. We are not just a religious organization under the name of Valley Baptist Church. We are a family. And as a family, we need each other. So we invest time. So when you come, that's part of your investment. Uh, your talent, whether it's counting money, um, organizing something, some event, uh, working with the kids, working with the youth, working with the adults. Um, these are things that, you know, a lot of people see. There are other things that people never see. When you make a phone call. Again, when you write a card or when you take the time to pray for somebody, maybe you take the list of prayer requests out of the bulletin every week. You take it home and every day you pray for people in, in Valley. That's investing your time and your talents. Um, 
Anytime you do anything, you're giving of yourself. Anytime you do anything at value, you give of yourself. And you give lovingly. Why do we do this? Because we love the Lord and we love each other. So this is the reasons why, how, and what. Investing in Valley. Now when, when Chad had, when we had discussed um, speaking on this, he said, I, this, is, this is his words. I kind of want it to be half sermon and half testimony. Okay. So that was the sermon part. <laughs> no. So, and at the end, we're going to ask you to dig a little deeper. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so here's kind of like the testimony part. So as many of you know, I went to church when I was still in my mama's tummy. It wasn't an option for me. You had to go to church. And it was just the way it was. And it was back in the day. It was Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and Wednesday night. Church was very important. Um, now, I will tell you that I didn't always want to go to church. I, we had arguments. Surprise. Um, and if you're a parent, you're going through that right now. There are times when kids don't want to go to church, but they have to. Um, so I grew up in church. Church was the place where I found myself. I found the Lord. I found what, what ministry was. I found uh, what it meant to fail and then get back up again. I, I found all these things... In, in the church because my mom and dad decided to invest in a small church called North Point Baptist Church down in the Dundalk, Essex area. So I grew up in church. I didn't know. I just thought it was everybody went to church for the longest time. It's like it's just part of life. Everybody goes to church. Um, while in church, um, again, that's where I got my call. Um, that's where... I knew from a very, very early age what God had, had wanted me to do with my life. Um, it's in the church that I made very good friends. It's the youth group that, you know, helped me get through uh, high school. Um, in college, uh, there was a, uh, yeah, a college and career class in the local church that helped me get through college and kind of gave me a sense of belonging outside of college. Um, and today, Valley Baptist is my church. I'm a firm believer in the local body of Christ. Um, anybody who would say to me, I don't need the church. I can be a Christian without the church. I would say, you're right, you can be a Christian without the church. The question would be, can you be a healthy, growing Christian without the church? My answer would be, no, you can't. Because we need each other. Um, there is just something about being a part of a family that knows the power of Jesus. We've all walked through times in our lives that were very difficult. 
Maybe we're going through it now. We've all walked through times where we were just so happy and just joyous and everything was going right. And those times are so much better when we get to share them with someone else who understands that just, man, I know God is able, but it is hard. It is hard, and I want to give up. And they say, don't give up. And it's not platitudes, and it's not just, oh, go valley, yay. It's, it's truth founded on the word of God. You need that person to come along and say, you know what? No, it's hard, but God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. You know what? It's hard, but God has you. John 10.10, 10, nothing can pluck us out of the hand of God once we are in it. So why invest in valley? So that's my testimony time. Um, and I could go on and on, but you don't want to hear me drone. Um, when we invest in valley, it's so much more than valley. It is the kingdom of God. Because our influence goes far beyond the walls of this building. Sunday school teacher for children, whoever you may be, children, uh, excuse me, small groups, or um, children's worship. Sometimes, well, bless you, first of all. (laughs) Yes. And, um, but every Sunday when you speak scripture into our children's lives when you play games to teach a concept a spiritual concept when you hug on our children or love our children just because they're children and they they're ours you are planting seeds that one day will be watered and will grow into kingdom workers not just valley workers, but kingdom workers. If, if we were to go back and look at the generations that grew up in valley, I mean, we have right now, we have the privilege of seeing second generations being active in our body right now. People, uh, people who were raised at valley in their childhood, teen years, and now they are active leaders in our in our congregation they are active members of our congregation they are now bringing their children to church see it's a, it's a kingdom thing it's not just a valley thing so when i say investment in valley yes because God wants you to be a part of a local body. He has brought you to specifically to Valley. And we are the instrument he has chosen to reach one of the instruments. He has chosen to reach this area, our state, our country, and the world. If you don't think that Valley is having an impact on the world, get on Facebook and look at Impact One. We... Valley Baptist Church in Lutherville, Maryland, are reaching children in Zambia. 
were teaching them educational things along with Jesus. We're making an impact. It's greater than valley. Do, do, is valley perfect? No, it is not. Have we gone through bad times? Yes, because investments always don't have a good return. You can look back to the 20s when the stock market crashed. You can look back to the 80s when it did it again. And all stocks are not good investments. And so there have been rough times in Valley when, and we feel like sometimes as individuals and maybe as a church, man, I, am, I have invested so much and look at what happened, I'm done. There's always, not always, yeah, always, because we live in a fallen world. There's not always going to be a great return on your investment in Valley. And I would say sometimes we won't even see the return of our investment in Valley. But we're not called to be responsible for the outcome of our obedience. We are called to be obedient. I speak from experience, not particularly at Valley, but we have gone through two major church splits, very hurtful, very painful, and something I don't wish on anybody. Um, and you, it's amazing how the love of God can quickly turn into uh, soldiers making sure that the right is the right way is one. Just because men and women sometimes go the wrong way and cause issues in the church, God is still the same. That does not change God. That does not change what He has called us to do. Is it hard? Yes, it is hard. And Valley, I know that in our past, we have experienced those things. But we can't live there. There's, we, we don't want to go back there, but sometimes, not just at Valley, at other churches, we hear this. Oh, if we could just go back to the day. You know, back in the glory days. God doesn't want us to go back. He wants us to move forward. He wants us to create better days. He wants us to be part of the new things that he is doing. Not that we're doing or creating. He is doing. Valley, we have a great future ahead of us. Man, I am excited about what God is doing at Valley Baptist Church. Because you know why? I'm a recipient. I have invested my time. And I'm not bragging. I'm just sharing. Okay? Because, listen... I'm not perfect. And please don't put me on a pedestal because I'll fall off. And I don't want to hurt myself. You know, I'm getting at that age. A fall is dangerous. Um, I am super excited about what God is doing at Valley. Man, I have been a recipient. I got to see my daughter baptized here. To me... That's the most important thing, not the baptism, but the choice she made to follow Jesus. Because now I know her eternity is secure. 
Now, I'm excited because now she has a family that is going to help her grow. I'm excited because I have a family that will help me grow. But I see things happening here, and sometimes we get we focus on numbers. We fo- oh well, you know, we have less than a hundred people in our congregation. It's not always about numbers. And in in America, that's hard because all these even in like okay, so I grew up Southern Baptist, so I'll pick on a Southern Baptist. Not hard to do nowadays, but um, uh, so. Uh, grew up Southern Baptist, know all about, you know, you have your local association. So we have the Baltimore Baptist Association. We have the Maryland, the Baptist Convention of Maryland and Delaware. And then we have our national Southern Baptist Convention. Know all the polity, all the politics and all that stuff. So when I got older, I started going to like these, the Baltimore Baptist Association meetings. And then we, Cindy and I had the, um, privilege of going to a couple of the national conventions and so you would go up and you would you would go to these things and you would see like first baptist big church brought their choir and their praise team pastor of first baptist mega church preaching today and so you know it's cool it's great that god does that and nothing wrong with that as long as the gospel is being proclaimed go for it and it, it's great to see, you know, a hundred voice choir and all that good stuff. But I started thinking, what message does that send? What about pastor of First Baptist Podunkville? Well, their church will never be a mega church simply because of their geography. Yet God is doing wonderful things. Why? Because people are investing in the church. People are giving of their time and their talents, of their money, of their whatever God has called them to do, and they're doing it. Valley, I want to encourage you today, do it. Invest in Valley because it's worth it. God is using us. There is spiritual growth going on in our church that can't be measured. But if you were to sit down with members of our church, with active Attenders of our church with anybody who's been in any of our worship service You would probably hear stories that you would go. Oh, I didn't know that Oh, is that what god did in your life? But god has chosen in his wisdom That the gospel message of jesus christ would be proclaimed not through angels Not through miraculous wonders only done by god but that they would be that the gospel message would be proclaimed through his servants human beings those who have decided to follow Jesus because he is lord and valley we are that we are the living proclamation of the best news ever best news ever we were at a concert last night side note and uh, the lady singer Carrie Joe. Thank you. See, I'm old and forgetful. I just, you know. and it was just last night. See, um, Carrie Joe has a song called "Let the Church Say Amen." And there's, I think these are the two lines that just, re- I mean, just popped out at me. I mean, just really. And I thought, I thought about the sermon. It says, um, "He is risen; the grave is defeated." 
Also es war like, man, that's, let's a church say amen. He is risen and the grave is defeated. Our hope isn't in Pastor Chad. Our hope is not in what we can do, how much money we can give. You know, our hope is not in pleasing God. We want to please God. Our hope is not in, what, gosh, I hope Valley was good enough. I hope that we showed, showed God that we're really serious. Man, our hope is in the fact that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God loved us so much He gave his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins because we're not good enough. That's good news because every morning I look in the mirror and I see a stinker. I'm using church words now. My attitude stinks sometimes. My actions are far from Christ-like. My desires are not... To be godly. But yet God in all his love. While we were yet sinners. Woo, somebody ought to say amen. Jesus died for us. And he didn't stay on the cross. And he didn't stay in the grave. He rose physically from the bed, dead. From the bed of death. <laughs> from death. Valley. I'm not asking you to invest in a building. I'm not asking you to invest in a religious organization. I'm not even asking you to invest only in people. I'm asking you to invest in the greatest news mankind has ever been given. Jesus saves. Because all of this... This beautiful building, this wonderful neighborhood, this body of mine, it's all going to pass one day. It's all going to be gone. Not Jesus. Woo! He's king forever. To the king eternal, immortal, invisible. God only wise. Man, the creator who spoke the world into existence loves me. I want my daughter to know that God loves her. Man, I want that person on the corner who is walking through such a terrible time right now. I want them to know God loves them. That person who thinks they have everything going for them. I want them to know God loves them. When I invest in Valley Baptist Church, that's what I'm investing in. When you invest in Valley Baptist Church, it's not just this small family that you're investing in. It's kingdom work. And when I say kingdom, I mean kingdom work. So what are you investing in? Do you invest in Valley? Is God calling you maybe to invest more into Valley? Not to grow Valley but to share the good news and to grow the kingdom of God. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord, that you love me. Hmm. Such wonderful news, Lord. Thank you that you love me through Valley Baptist Church.
thank you that I can call this wonderful group of people my family. God, you have called us to be here in this area for a reason. You have called us to live every day just showing the love of Christ. To our spouses, to our families, to our friends, to our co-workers. And you have called us to do so through this body. Holy Spirit, have your way. Speak to us. Let us know if, if there's something more, something different. Maybe we are right where you want us to be. Tell us that as well. God, I thank you for the great future that you have for Valley. Thank you that more souls are going to come to know you because of your servants being so willing and faithful to serve you. Have your way with us. Not just now, not just here and now, not just today. But in the days, weeks, months, years ahead, have your way with us as individuals and then as a congregation. That the world will see Jesus in us. In your son's name we pray. Amen.